0: Fire Service had to battle two significant fires in town. Article by Suzanne Pender. Carlo Firefighters battled two significant fires in the town within a matter of hours this week. A family home, then separately a barn filled with 150 bales of straw. Carlo Fire Service was alerted to a fire in a domestic dwelling at New Oak Estate shortly before 1pm on Wednesday, with two units of the service attending. The fire is believed to have started in an outdoor shed, but the house quickly caught fire, causing significant damage to the rear of the property. Our firefighters worked very quickly to stop the fire spreading to the adjoining properties, stated Acting Chief Fire Officer Liam Carroll. During the fire, firefighters also rescued a dog from the first floor of the property. They went in using breathing apparatuses, and thankfully there were no injuries to members of the public, Mr. Carroll added. Firefighters battled the blaze until it was fully extinguished at three thirty PM. Just hours later at six thirty PM Carlo Fire Service was alerted to a barn fire at Crossneen Carlo. Two units of Carlo Fire Service, the same crew who attended the earlier house fire, rushed to the scene. This was a significant fire with a barn on fire containing 150 bales of straw, said Mr. Carroll, adding that Carlow Fire Service was assisted at the scene by the fire service from Stradbally. Straw and hay is difficult to extinguish when in a barn, he added. Firefighters worked at the scene until midnight, but were called back to the barn on Thursday morning when the straw had reignited. The bales were removed from the barn with an agricultural loader and spread out on the field where they could be extinguished fully, said Mr Carroll. The cause of the fires in both cases is as yet unknown. Responding to the busy 24 hours for the services, Mr Carroll remarked that the last six to eight weeks had been very busy for Carroll Fire Service. We've had a large number of road traffic accidents to attend to, double what we had last year. And even when you take into account COVID, it's still more traffic accidents than it should be, he said. Brawn sold to Glenvay Properties, article by Suzanne Pender. The landmark Brawn site has been sold to leading Irish home builder Glenvay Properties PLC for use as a timber production facility. The site at O'Brien Road, Carlow, was placed on the market by its owners, commercial property firm Clyde Real Estate, with a guide price of €5.95 million Euro in April, and is understood to have sold to Glenvay for considerably more than the asking price. A leading Irish home builder, Glenvay Properties saw its revenues for the six months up to the end of June jump by 245% to €127.5 million Euro from €37 million. Euro while profits came in at €2.6 million Euro, compared to a loss of €27.3 million Euro in the same period in 2020. During the first half of 2021, Glenvey Properties bought nine suburban sites for a total consideration of approximately €52 million, Euro, capable of delivering over 2,000 units. It currently has 20 active construction sites, with further openings expected in the second half of this year. It is hoped that Glenvae's considerable growth and investment will result in significant job creation at its new Carlow-based production facility. Clyde Real Estate is headed by entrepreneur and former presidential candidate Sean Gallagher, who bought the former bronze site from Procter & Gamble in 2015. The complex extends to 20,587 square metres that's 221,594 square feet, on an expansive site of almost 30 acres, yet had remained vacant since the Braun factory closed in 2010. CBRE, together with REA Southern Carlo, undertook the sale of the Braun site, selling the property in record time. Harry Southern of REA Southern, yesterday, Monday, once again confirmed and warmly welcomed the sale, but remained tight-lipped about the name of the buyer and its intended usage. Glenvey Properties PLC was unavailable for comment. Garthy investigating the theft of a trailer. Garthy and Bagnellstown are investigating the theft of a green twin-axle trailer from a farmyard in Seskin Lower. The trailer, which has a removable mesh side, was taken between 1:30 and 1:50 p.m. on Saturday, the 18th of September. Contact Garthie in Bagnallstown on 059 97 with any information. Garthie and Tullow are separately investigating the theft of a handbag from a car on Shilela Road on Friday. The injured party was parking her car when the suspect opened the passenger door and took the bag. The Navy bag contained an iPhone, bank cards and cash. The incident occurred at around 10pm. Contact Tullogar the Station with any information on 59 Netwatch to create 50 jobs over the next year. Carlo-based internet security firm Netwatch is to create 50 new jobs over the next year. These roles will be in the R&D, HR, the monitoring hub, sales and technical operations. Netwatch Global CEO Kurt Takahashi said that the jobs announcement emphasised the central role that Netwatch Ireland plays in the global expansion of the group. A number of global functions are led from Ireland, including R&D, HR, global monitoring and finance. This level of expansion is being made to meet the needs of our current development and Netwatch Ireland will be the hub for this growth, said Mr. Takahashi on his recent visit to the Carlow site. Netwatch currently employs over 150 people in Ireland and over 250 in the USA. The US team is also growing with some key hires in the sales and marketing teams there. The Netwatch platform developed in Carlo has been so successful that we are building our business in the USA around it, said Mr. Takahashi. New headstone to wife vandalized in cemetery, article by Suzanne Pender. A bereaved family have been left shook to find the headstone of a loved one vandalized and smashed to pieces within an hour of it being erected. Pascal Clear of Gary Hunden, Milford Carlo, was shocked to discover that a headstone erected last week on the grave of his late wife, Jane Clear, Nick had been completely destroyed at St. Patrick's Cemetery, Newtown. Mother of two, Jane, died on the 11th of July 2020 and was laid to rest in the cemetery at Newtown. After the anniversary, I ordered the headstone, Pascal explained to the Nationalist. Lucy Nolan's put it up on the Friday, and they were finished up, and I know the gate was then locked, he added. Pascal says some time after that, the headstone was knocked and smashed into three bits. You would be shook after it. I had a brain hemorrhage 21 years ago, and since all this, I've been getting migraines. It's brought it all back on, he added. Pascal and his son Patrick have made statements to Garthie in Bagnalstown. Maybe someone might have seen something, said Pascal. Bagnallstown Garthie confirmed that a newly installed headstone was knocked over in St. Patrick's Cemetery, Newtown, on Friday, the 10th of September. Garthie are appealing for information in relation to an incident where a headstone was knocked over and broken in St. Patrick's Church Cemetery, Newtown, Bagnallstown, on Friday, the 10th of September, between midday and 6 p.m., stated Garthie. Garthie and Bagnallstown are asking anyone who noticed any suspicious activity between those times to come forward and contact 059 97 SVDP Hostel set to close as Council leases apartments for the homeless. Article by Michael Tracy. A new era in homeless services in Carlow will begin shortly when the St. Vincent de Paul Hostel in Carlow closes. Hostel accommodation for homeless people has been replaced with apartments in Carlo. St Vincent de Paul provided hostel accommodation for homeless men in Carlo for 30 years, but last year announced it would be withdrawing from the sector. De Paul, a charity that the St Vincent de Paul organisation founded in 2002, will now run the service for the council. Carlow County Council has secured long-term leases on nine apartments for DePaul in Carlow Town, along with additional units for DePaul staff. The accommodation is expected to open by the end of the month. DePaul have vast experience in the area and they are going to bring that experience to Carlow to help people who find themselves in a very unfortunate situation. That is a positive outcome for people in Carlow to have that facility available said Council Housing Officer Brian O'Donovan. Mr O'Donovan said the homeless service nationally is moving away from the dorm-type accommodation and B&B and hotel services. We are looking at an own front-door model. People who need short-term emergency accommodation would have supports built around it, he said. The aim would be that this would be short-term emergency accommodation with a view to getting more sustainable long-term accommodation. A maximum of 18 men and women will be catered for in these new units. Children will not be placed in the accommodation. People who may previously have been accommodated in B&Bs in the county may now be placed in this new accommodation. The council declined to say where the apartments were, but it is understood they are located in the same development in Carlow Town. Mr. O'Donovan said there would be no shared access to the development between service users and other residents, and there would be round-the-clock presence of staff trained by DePaul. There will be no crossover with other apartments or units, Mr. O'Donovan stated. There is a range of capacity in the units to accommodate service users with differing circumstances. Strangers could potentially share a bedroom with a partition, but this would only be done following an assessment by DePaul and in certain circumstances. It is anticipated that in time, DePaul will manage additional homeless accommodation in other locations in Carlow Town. DePaul operates both in the Republic and Northern Ireland. It manages 30 specialised accommodation and outreach services, providing over 600 bed spaces a night. In 2020, the charity supported over 3,500 people. St. Vincent de Paul said the transfer of the management of homeless services to other charities would benefit those who use the services of its hostels as managing homeless services is moving beyond the capacity of a volunteer-led organisation such as SVP. St. Vincent de Paul said consultations with hostel staff on the transfer of employment had begun. Mr. O'Donovan added that there had been an appropriate consultation with stakeholders about the change in model. DePaul CEO David Carroll thanked St. Vincent DePaul's staff and volunteers locally for their work over the years. This has been an extensive process to ensure the smooth transition of service delivery, always with the service user in mind. We would like to acknowledge the work of SVP in these services for many years, which has helped so many people affected by homelessness. SVP staff and volunteers in Carlo have brought comfort to many and brought many others into a more settled environment.